Welcome to the Prosperity Podcast for entrepreneurs who are ready to drop the hustle and earn more. I'm your host, Danielle Amos, business and success coach, certified Proctor Gallagher Institute consultant and lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you amazing entrepreneurs who have built wealth, harnessing the power of their mind. Prosperity and money are truly about energy, and I'm on a mission to help you create financial abundance through the power of thought. It's time we started normalizing conversations about money and create the wealth that is yours. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to episode 193 of the Prosperity Practice, the podcast that has you living your most abundant life. Today, I'm recording this podcast in a hotel room right before I go to a very special client, a very important contract to talk about change. The truth is what you resist persists. Say that again. What you resist persists. And in society, as the masses, we have been programmed to resist change. We've been programmed to resist. And there is a law of non-resistance. And when we understand this law and we get on the side of living with letting go, no longer resisting the change, we can see that things just flow easier to us. Think about this. It is our paradigm, part of our genetic and environmental programming to react to situations. And if you think about it, the difference between reacting and responding is just this. When we react, we react out of habit. And when we respond, we actually have to think. But reacting is a habit. It's an automatic response. And because a habit is just an idea that's fixed in your subconscious mind, that means that you're acting or reacting without giving any conscious thought to the situation. So naturally, being non-resistant is not where we come from. We are conditioned to resist and to react. Here's the thing. If we're conditioned to react, and I often have said to my clients, how you respond determines what comes next. If we're constantly reacting to life, just reacting and acting in a way that's a habit without any conscious thought, of course, then we attract more of what we're getting. So, you know, someone might pull out in front of you in a car and your reaction is to give them the finger or to yell. And then you hit the red light and your reaction's like, oh, of course. And then, you know, you go to find a parking spot and the parking lot is full and you're driving in circles it's reaction after reaction after reaction and you get more to react to can you see that and if you took a moment to respond to the person who pulled out in front of you in the car and thought well it's okay I'm not in a rush maybe they're having a bad day maybe their child's sick in the car. 
they clearly need to get somewhere quickly. I'm going to give grace and send them love. And then I bet you, and I would love for you to experiment with this. I bet you what happens next is you get a green light. And then you're in gratitude as you see the green light. And then as you're driving, you consciously ask for the parking spot. And then there it is. Such a different way to live. Such a different way to live. And it takes something. It takes something because the paradigm is in control 96 to 98% of the time. So unless you create a new paradigm where you are responding like this, you are in love always, it most likely you're limited. Wouldn't you agree? So I'd love to, love to get into this a little bit more of reaction because here's the thing. All you need to do is let go. Let go of your habitual response. So here's the thing when a person generally meets an obstacle or a problem what happens is we fight with it and we try to like we we almost get angry with it and this anger this fighting of it causes it to grow and many people's lives are really hard because of it i often think about i do this a skit with my clients, which I put a chair in front of me and I am walking and then all of a sudden I hit the chair. And at first I, and the chair represents the obstacle, at first I like curse the chair and ask the chair what it's doing here and try to like move the chair and, you know, pick it up and ah, oh, I get so angry at it. And my clients find it quite funny because, you know, of course, I could just go around the chair. But it's not what we do with obstacles. It's not like we move through it. We resist it. That resistance causes friction and the friction causes irritation. If you think about a machine... Because humans, you know, their body's just like a machine. <laughs> but if you think about a machine and what breaks it down, it's not the movement of the machine that wears it down. It's the friction. It's an opposition. It's resistance. The truth is, if we go through life opposing and resisting, arguing, we're bound to meet many obstacles and likely become so occupied with fighting them that we'll lose sight of our goal. We'll just be in the muck day to day to day fighting this chair in front of us, focused on it and what you focus on grows, what you resist persists. And so you'll move from obstacle to obstacle and it will feel like you're constantly in the weeds. Does this resonate? So you've got to lift yourself up out of this habitual way. And instead of resisting, notice that perhaps, just maybe, what if 
the obstacle is actually your lesson. What if there is a lesson? What if the obstacle is coming your way because it's how you grow? And the entire purpose of a goal is to grow. And so what if you perceive the obstacle as a beautiful gift? And that as you move through it or gently allow it to, like you or yourself to course correct or go a different way because of the obstacle, learn and bounce off of it. What if on the other side of that growth, you've achieved your goal? I'd like you to downplay your obstacles. Like, stop making mountains out of molehills. Just notice they're an opportunity for growth and that it's your job to find the solution. And that the obstacles aren't bad things. They're actually really, really good things. And as you know, and you stay focused on that goal, that the obstacles are just means to get there. You'll continue to focus on where you're going, focus on what you want. And as you put that good out there and you persevere, you'll win. And what I've noticed is it's a journey that is flowing and joyful. It's not that, what I've also noticed is it's not that successful people don't have obstacles, by the way, they do. They don't have problems. It's just how they deal with them. They don't view them as problems. They see them as opportunities and they focus on the solutions. That's the difference. So don't get caught up and think that some people are lucky. They're not. It's just simply that they've changed their perception. They've changed their perception. Now, here's the thing. You cannot change a situation that's happened. It is what it is. Michael Beckwith used to say, it is what it is. Harvest the good and forget and forgive the rest. You're not able to change a situation. It is. It's happened. But you can change your perception of it. That is up to you. Your perception is a mental muscle. And (laughs) that's my reminder that I'm due at this very important meeting now. And I am so grateful to be coming here to share this podcast with you. If this resonated with you, I'd love to hear from you. I'm grateful. Thank you so much for being here on this journey with me. Expect abundance.